0: The greater fool is actually an economic term it's a patsy thanks for that for the rest of us to profit we need a greater fool someone who will buy long and sell short most people spend their lives trying not to be the greater fool we toss him the hot potato we die for his seat when the music stops the greater fool is someone with the perfect blend of self-delusion and ego to think that he can succeed where
1: others have failed this whole country was made by greater fools
2: greater fools episode number three very very excited we've got a lot of great things to talk about today Chris what are we talking about
3: so today we're gonna be talking about failure Uh, and and like oddly enough this is our first episode that we're recording where we're not drinking Uh, so if we fail we'll know that it was the alcohol was the success of the earlier episodes
2: (laughs) It's my kind of failure
0: Hey, Chris, why don't you tell us about the special guest we have today, the expert, experts on failure.
2: Oh, I'm
3: so pumped about this guest. What guest? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> maybe, we <laughs> should do, maybe we should do some introductions. So uh, <laughs> uh, I'm your co-host, Chris Gibbs. Uh, we have Michael Brazil here, incredible salesperson. Um, we have Samuel here studying to, to be a doctor and Adam. Nailed it. <laughs> 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 the
4: right.
3: man
0: who needs no introduction.
2: <laughs> All right. Adam Aldis is working on AppCulk. Ex-
4: I'm the expert on failure.
2: Peppa.
0: Oh, buddy. Is it too early to talk about your involvement with Pepper? That just means I'm wise. <laughs>
4: I just want
2: <laughs> us to have a future sponsor, so that's why I'm throwing Pepper out there.
4: <laughs> Get it. I think that's a great idea. Get it while it's hot. Get it while it's hot off the spicy. press. Spicy. Because pepper, get it?
3: It's <laughs> pepper. Sp- that spice up your life. <laughs> all right. I never. Well. Maybe we'll. Uh, we'll <laughs> is
4: that really? Is that the slogan? I all mean, right. we don't really have a slogan, but it should be. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it can't. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should uh, start this off with a What's question. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> We have
2: failed to start this properly. What's uh, a natural segue from that?
3: All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh,
2: I've failed a lot in my life
3: yeah let's let's start out with the like just personal biggest failure stories and where you're at now uh that'll that'll get us going on the subject uh let's start with uh, you know pr- the probably the obvious choice here uh sam <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so here's the thing I actually think we should ease into this with a story about a third party failure. <laughs> Way to Just deflect. to kind of break the ice. Nice deflection. <laughs> I like that. Thanks, Adam. Dude, so, uh, would, yeah. the four of us, Talk like that. every single other human on earth, uh, we are big fans of treats. <laughs> we heard about this new restaurant. Should I say the name? Yeah. No one's going to listen. No. Anyway, you should. Called Doko. <laughs> have you been to Doko, Chris? I have. You weren't with us. Okay. So, the idea behind this restaurant is uh, you eat raw cookie dough. Great idea. I'm all about this. I love cookie dough. So we show up, high expectations, um, and we tr- start sampling. We should talk about what they did right first. What did they do right? The concept. Nothing. Hit okay. it out of the park. Okay, but they copied that from that famous New York restaurant that did the same thing. Okay, well, I don't know about
4: that, but I believe you. Either way, Salt Lake City needs its own version.
0: That's true. Very true. Number two, the name... Doko is a fantastic name. They
3: did the great name, name. number and three. That's as far as they went,
4: the uh, this inside of the store, not bad. As far as as, next, as far as okay. ice as far as ice cream shops go, hey, I'm just trying eat to give these guys <laughs> as much credit as I can. Right Allow before we, okay, so let's, let's before <laughs> we the chase. rip into them. Allow now, me to Sam, dive in here.
0: Sam, take over from here. <laughs> Here's the problem. Okay, they advertise this cookie dough that they create without eggs why do you leave the eggs out well i'll tell you why you leave the eggs out so that you can keep the cookie dough sitting on your counter and you don't have to worry about salmonella you don't have to worry about anything else um but spoiler alert you take eggs out of cookie dough and it ruins the cookie dough (laughs) disgusting it was bad it was okay it was a six out of ten it was still good Six. It was six above uh, average?
2: Sam is a no, generous no, 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 person. No, 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 no. Very generous. Six, is, six
0: out of ten is terrible. <laughs> that is a terrible score. Dude, Whoa. that's
4: a. Abo- <laughs> uh, well. we'll talk about scores. That'll be
0: <laughs> episode four. <laughs> How to R- score something. Rating system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about one to ten. Doko, Five
2: star. I If I were to relate Doko to like a woman that I may or may not kick out of bed. <laughs> Solid for getting kicked out at 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Post alcohol. Anyways, yeah. Adam, shut up. Mike, Who that's pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you totally sandbagged me. I had no one knew it was me. <laughs> that's
3: not sandbagging. That's not. That we
4: talked about sandbagging. <laughs> okay, I would Mike.
2: Google this right now, but I would not allowed to use my phone during this episode. <laughs> so, anyways, everyone knows that Sam, just someone send us a link. To our Instagram page,
4: I have a question about the whole Doko thing and go on uh, tell me if you see this in, in the same light as i I do I don't get the point of the no eggs. I get that yeah, it makes it last, but you you're not gonna go to this parlor ice cream or not ice cream, <laughs> but you know cookie dough <laughs> parlor and go buy a scoop of cookie dough and then put it on your counter for a week. you're gonna eat it immediately, so why does it matter if there are
0: eggs in it like who cares? I agree. You're going to eat it or you're going to freeze it. I mean, it's not that hard to put something in a freezer. Hmm.
3: <laughs> Chris, you <laughs> really looked like you were going to say something right there. I, I mean, I just don't like. Doko sounds like a great idea. I'll probably try it, but I'm still bitter about the other local company, Chip, where where oh, you order yeah. cookies and they deliver them, like, these, it's still warm. These are great cookie failures. And <laughs> I did not, I ordered it on, uh, what was it, Friday night. And they never delivered. They never called nothing. So it was like, they just never delivering. Like I feel like that's a pretty misfire. Talk about blue balls.
2: If you want, I've been known to leave a voicemail or two (laughs) with them.
3: Is this
0: karma? Because last time we ordered chip cookies, Mike left how many voicemails?
2: (laughs) One or two. Maximum. Extensive, three-minute,
3: extensive voice <laughs> voicemails.
4: <laughs> well, you
2: want to get your point across. <laughs> you don't want to leave anything up in the air, like any kind of misconstrued ideas. You kept throwing
3: out names too. You're like Casey Larson. <laughs> 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 it, it wasn't uh, Adam Aldis <laughs> order the to the oh, Sam uh, Wilkins. There's a trend here. It's just like what he does on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: throwing over the coin. <laughs> as soon as we get video, that's all out the window.
4: <laughs> I think I think people know your voice anyway, Mike. Uh-huh. So
2: I've failed a lot. Number one was failing to not see the terrible decision that was going to Doco. That was one of my oh. more recent failures.
3: Okay, that sounds pretty bad. Is that that's number one on the list of your lifetime failures?
2: Um, honestly, I would say one of the biggest, most recent ones was just when I started out running. That was honestly. No, it was the seriously... What are you talking about? It was seriously the worst. It it hurt a lot. And it just... I did not... Uh, did not think it would last.
4: I would like to interject. I don't think that was a failure at all. You, like, run <laughs> five times a week. You're <laughs> a Mike <great> just, runner, <laughs> Mike. You're an amazing now, runner. Now I am. Yeah, I'm Mike, pretty good. Wait, did Mike? you expect to be able to run 13 miles the very first time? Yes.
2: I watched Forrest Gump. He, <laughs> just, <laughs> he just started running, and he didn't stop. Mike just
0: failed to come up with a failure <laughs> <laughs> his biggest
2: failure you in know his when you think your friends th- like have as your a back giant success <laughs> and like support you through anything why
3: would you think that i'll support you <laughs> <his> out <laughs> they who don't said, who said we're friends <laughs> oh
2: my god the truth comes out i watched true blood for one week
0: <laughs> oh michael i'm well, on that, season that six that i think is mike's biggest failure That's this like, week he hasn't finished he hasn't finished true blood yet You've got one more season.
2: I was on season two last weekend. <laughs> oh, I think I'm week. doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much. There are, 12 hour, there are 12 episodes each season.
3: Oh, that's not that long. I'm did. not sure
2: this is something to brag about. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> were you bragging?
3: <laughs> I, if you were, that
4: was, that was not good. <laughs> but you're <laughs> skipping the intro, though, so you're saving Suck time it. there. Suck Wait, it.
0: there are that's 12 one-hour episodes?
2: Like 50 minutes.
0: Uh, Only 50 minutes.
2: Well, 48 and a half, because the intro skip that. You know. Well. So
4: you are trying to say that you don't have a failure, because I don't think that running one counts.
2: I think my
4: biggest can, can weakness. Can we take a vote? Does the running one count?
3: <laughs> well, okay. What? Well, why did you fail when you started to run? Like, uh, maybe I d- we got to step. I back I didn't
2: think I was mentally tough enough to be able to run long distance. So I would do like a mile or two. I'd be like, "Fuck this! This is stupid." And then I would be like, I'd go home for the day of like, there's no way I'm going to run further than that. There's no, like, it's just not going to happen. And then running, listen to like a David Goggins podcast and then
3: running, I mean, running with you guys is, you know, super humbling because you guys run. Uh, But also like, it's so much easier when you have somebody to run with, even if we're not talking by like the second lap when we went to Liberty, like, I don't know, even not talking, just having people to run with you so much easier. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Totally I, agree. I don't. I mean, you're totally right about thinking like, okay, I don't actually have enough, um, I guess, mental um, fortitude to run that long. I don't know. I I had that same fear all the time. It's like I don't. I don't think well, I could run a oh, it's half just, marathon.
2: When you do something new and you you're just trying to figure it out, and you like hear of all these people that have done it and run like ultra marathons, and after like a mile, you're going. This is the worst. (laughs) I don't. I hate this. (laughs) Like, I do not like this at all. And you just start saying, like, the worst things yourself. Like, oh, you're not. You clearly can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. And so it felt like failure, like, each week. But it felt like less of a failure as, like, more as the miles increased, if that makes sense. I
3: don't think that's failure, though. I actually think that's just, like, beginning or beginning a new thing. Like, I just learned how to do a Rubik's Cube and like. Getting past the hump of the like the bottom layer or like the entire like last portion, like every other portion of the Rubik's cube is like one algorithm for each step, but then that bottom is like four algorithms f- just to get through the entire bottom. Yeah. But like obviously, I didn't know how to do it, and it took me a while to learn how to do it. Yeah. And it wasn't just like immediately there, but I wouldn't call that a failure not being able to do it well at the beginning, like. I don't know. I, I I think a failure is like I tried something and then I it didn't work like and mm. I had to completely pivot. I don't know. What do you guys think? I agree. I agree. I think that
4: Mike is experiencing some form of success right now.
3: Yeah, that was a very successful start. To He's the
4: like running. the best runner I know. <laughs> so that <laughs> seems know. pretty Seriously. successful to me. <laughs>
2: Maybe well, I just brought this up to get compliments.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you're looking <laughs> damn beautiful today. <laughs> yes.
2: This is why I do these podcasts. But I do get what you're <laughs> saying.
4: Like you It didn't It, it didn't felt feel like
2: good at the beginning. It felt like I was failing. Yeah. It didn't feel like... I, I think there's this illusion of, like, I'm doing well and it's all just like...
4: I think... It, going I, phenomenally. I think a lot of that um, kind of has to do with where you set your expectations.
2: Yeah.
0: So... Well, I, I'm I am really interested that uh, you would bring this up. I'm curious how you transitioned from that feeling of I can never go past you know two miles to I mean how many miles did you run the other day? Seven, seven miles, and you were running thirteen miles casually last week and
3: kind of. It, it seems you did a half marathon last week. Just yeah, like, uh, the dude can run no, thirteen did, miles. It's kind of crazy.
2: I did ten miles in New York, and then but sea levels. I love sea level. I but you did rate thirteen. Rate? Was it the week before then? Yeah, you have done thirteen. I have done thirteen. So, correct. so
0: tell us a little bit about how you made that transition. I mean, what did do do? most people? They get that feeling of I can I can never go past two miles, and then they have that mental barrier, and they never do go past two miles.
2: It, I I would say like my endurance obviously went up. But it just, for me, it was just the repetition of of miles done. And then now the perspective on, like, what actually is required to be able to do that much is completely different. Like, oh, I'll just go for, like, five miles today. It just, for whatever reason, like... My
4: Mentally, you've changed, but also physically, you've changed. Yeah. Wouldn't you say?
2: You have a six-pack.
4: Yes.
0: A big six-pack.
4: Of Budweiser <laughs> I mean,
2: in the freezer. fridge. Either way.
1: <laughs>
3: For me?
2: Dude, um, always. Oh, I know,
3: I know your nice favorite view. beer. <laughs> Not Budweiser. Not Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, okay. So let's let's maybe throw it over to somebody else who has an actual failure. Mike, you asshole. See how, <laughs> how good I would do on <laughs> interviews? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, tell us your greatest weaknesses. Michael Scott. Wait, <laughs> yeah. actually, before we leave
0: Mike, I want right, to ask one I, more question. Yeah, drill down. Because Mike, he brought up, uh w- what is that
2: runner's name again oh david goggins
0: david goggins yeah and he's the ultra r-
2: he's runner, a, right he's a just a freak he runs david. about
0: a marathon a day is uh right? so
2: um cameron haynes runs oh, a marathon cameron a haynes. Day, but david goggins also does they both do ultra marathons mm-hmm. and both like well-known crazy runners
0: so something yeah. that i think is really interesting is is a lot of times we see people like that and we say okay well they're superhuman they're you know genetic anomalies and we kind of place them in a separate class from human right um but mike did something really cool in this instance um and he said holy crap if they can do this then i can run at least a little bit further than two miles and then you did that and then you said i can run a little bit further than five miles and you it kind of opened up this uh I don't well, know th- this way of thinking.
2: Well, when he talks about running a hundred miles when he's never run more than five, and he like somehow just persevered everything, I go, okay. I think I can throw in another like bonus mile. But like they're just complete
3: bonus lap,
2: bonus lap. Anybody? Adam loves bonus lap. No, I do not. <laughs> Correct.
3: <laughs> okay. Anyway,
2: so. Who has a failure they want to talk about and be super open about it and vulnerable?
4: I've got failures. Yes, let's talk. So I think uh, my biggest or one of my biggest failures is college.
3: I went... What are you talking about? You got an electrical engineering degree. Yes, exactly. We are supportive
2: of one another. This is great. (laughs) As soon as we try to say, like, what are you you talking about,
3: dude? Yeah.
4: That was a success. I succeeded in completing college and getting a degree, but... Uh, that hasn't really done much for me since then, and I uh, was working in the electrical engineering field for about a year and a half, almost two years after <laughs> I graduated.
3: Just
2: take that out. It's
4: Did not you have that easy, to say, <laughs>
3: Mike. To, to take out a burp that is somewhere. I'm opening. And I'm
4: opening up for he's you, vulnerable Mike. When you and you do that. <laughs> Be Gosh. in the moment.
2: D frame I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: Continue, Adam. Right, Adam. I think we know what Mike's failures are,
3: just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. Yeah, learning how to hold a damn microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back <laughs> to that. Podcast etiquette. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Yeah. All right, Adam. Anyway,
4: uh, that, electrical engineering, that's all I was saying. I like
3: I. D- field. Sure.
4: Yeah. But, I don't know what was it do you it. Didn't,
3: What was it that you didn't like about it, and why do you think that's a failure? Like deciding that you didn't want to do that.
4: Well, I think it was a failure in that I didn't get the most out of my college degree. I didn't. I got very little out of it. I got the degree. I have my diploma, but that's all. That's about it. It doesn't. It's not doing anything for me. Yeah, but it's
3: some like sixty percent of people don't actually use their degree in the workplace. Actually, yeah. it's more than sixty percent. Where you get? It, where's that number? Is that a real number? I, I I saw. I like I've read it recently, or I listened to it on a podcast. I'd, yeah. I wish I could, you know, just total recall and bring up where I heard it, but I mean, it's a high percentage of people that don't use their act- actual college degree in their workplace. Yeah, including three of us in here right now. I mean,
2: I got my degree in educational psychology.
3: And actually, four of us. <laughs> I'm a not a single person in
0: this room <laughs> is
4: using their college and degree. Now I'm a drone, don't dealer. even know what your degree was, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah.
3: What, yeah. What was it? Well, you know, a <laughs> 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 little bit of this, a little bit of that. I got to save it for my story. I want you to keep going on <laughs> your story. Cause it's funny. I'm pushing you on this, but my story is actually very similar to what your story is. Really?
4: Cliffhanger.
3: Yeah. Um, But. I, I'm well, actually. I haven't. Well, I what have questions? A response. What
4: questions do you have, or or respond? Yeah, go ahead. Respond.
3: No, so I have a response to like what how I feel that maybe not using your degree is a failure, um, but but then I like so I have a response to that, um, but like why why do you feel like not using your electrical en- engineering degree, uh, is like as a failure? Oh,
4: I just feel that, uh, going to school for four years. And getting like that higher level of education could be something to propel you forward, you know, in some direction that you want to go in your in your life. You know, it you, it can it can be a total boost in the right direction. But for me, it was kind of wasted.
3: Yeah, but don't you think that you're like more agile, like in terms of your ability to pivot in your life because of like the the studying that you had to put in the like the hard work like you actually I don't learned sh- and gained from ha- that. Yeah, I w- like you know
2: what you don't want to do.
3: That's also true. And just you just took d- a couple
2: years.
4: And you do learn. Like, I I like I'm not going to say I didn't learn anything valuable and I'm not going to say that like it was a complete waste of time, but I'm just saying it maybe like you know, like you said like learning how to work hard, learning how to study, everything like that, you know, those are all v- very valuable skills. But you know I w- I don't know, in my mind, in my eyes, I feel like it was kind of a wasted opportunity,
3: yeah, maybe maybe it's the I don't know going to a liberal arts college where <laughs> like half of the degrees aren't ever going to be used, um like well, I guess not that they're not gonna be used, but not nobody's going into like the field of like. I don't know getting a liberal arts degree if you get like an English degree it's very unlikely that you're going to be an English teacher. Like well, there's only maybe so many jobs.
4: maybe that's part of it. Is everybody makes a big deal out of they like every time jobs. every time I tell someone that I like got an electrical engineering degree literally 95% of the time their response is, "Oh wow, like that's impressive. Dude, you you worked hard, like you're smart, like blah blah blah." Like literally everybody says that. I don't really feel that way about it, but it's kind of like since everybody holds it to that high of a standard i feel like it's kind of gone to waste you know what i mean
3: oh i i agree actually i i mean it feels like it is going to waste but um i I don't know maybe we should stop pretending like college is you know training for the workplace or something and we should more like consider college well uh, college is just like learning how to think and oh, I agree so much. I know. I'm actually I could go.
4: I could go on and on and on about what I think is wrong with college, but <laughs> that's for another podcast.
3: Well, I'm actually. It, I'm. Uh, I'd be. I'm going to be paraphrasing, but it's Richard Boddenhausen. He he gave that like ten minute speech at Westminster. Thinks big, and he was talking about like the terrible responses. They're like, oh, well, liberal arts majors can. You know, they can be CEOs, too. It's like, no, that's actually like that's the wrong answer because now you're just justifying it. Instead, you go back and you look at your college experience and you're like, no, I, I learned how to think and like I learned how to like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: learn, learn how to learn. You
3: learn how to learn. Yep. Yeah. And you learn how to like actually like, <laughs> I don't know. There's so many skills that you learn throughout your life, but every job is going to be ex- extremely different from the one before. Even as an electrical engineer, if you were working in that field, you'd be doing something that you'd never probably practiced at, like, work or at school. You'd be using some of the tools, though, that you did learn. And so that's that's the point of, like, a college degree. It shouldn't be, like, a trade school. They, we have trade schools, and, shoot, most jobs that you take have a three-month learning, like, path that you have to go through anyways. So. What, was your,
2: um, what was yours?
3: Mine was actually political science. I, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer, so... Um, I don't know it it kind of happened like uh <laughs> six months before we graduated Sam um I just decided i i don't know I was working at uh the attorney general's office, I was shadowing a bunch of lawyers. I had some really good conversations with Sam's dad um and I just decided that like i I didn't want to be a lawyer. it wasn't like the path to optimal happiness or fulfillment for me um so my biggest failure was like when I graduated college. I was working at a tree farm making like $8 an hour, like moving, we I don't know. Sold the shit of out of those trees. Bags of fertilizer. I wasn't even a salesperson. I was just a, I was the guy that they called on the speakerphone <laughs> to like <laughs> carry a bunch of bags of fertilizer somewhere. Jesus like, oh, Christ, I man. Move these trees to there. Chris Gibbs to the loading dock. Chris Gibbs.
2: <laughs> Did you have a favorite kind of? Tree.
3: No, I don't give a shit about trees. <laughs> wow. Okay, shots fired. Gosh, I wonder <laughs> who voted. trees. Who you environment? Who
2: voted for Trump in this <laughs> circle?
3: God. Oh, oh. oh that's, that's, a a, nice that's a totally different podcast. <laughs> is, is that an
2: axe I see in your corner, or the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, three. And for a different saw. Different tree. Girths. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a tree phrase. <laughs> you had to bring earth
4: into
3: it, Mike. Sorry,
2: bro. God. Always bring girth into it. It's important.
3: God, we could... <laughs> you nailed that. That was funny. Yeah, so that Nailed. <laughs> that's I thought it was
2: dry, <laughs> but you guys fucking laughed and ruined it.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was a dry joke, man. Everybody laughed dry, at Dry, dry. <laughs> dry
2: is... Oh, I can't... I won't say this sex joke because it's about a friend and a girl that he's hooked up with. So, moving on.
3: <laughs> Wait, just tell us. <laughs> you just don't use their names. Like I don't want <laughs> to. Is edit it out material, again. This Dry is podcast material, Mike. Dry stuff.
2: Dry <laughs> is so and so's <laughs> D after getting an HJ from so and so.
0: Oh well.
2: There's okay. a there's
3: just a just bet. It. No, 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 no. Oh. No! <laughs> no, it's no one here.
2: No, it's um. <clears throat> he has a pact to not see her again.
3: Oh, that's funny. An H. You a Solid 15 a minutes. Hand-gibber. Nice and dry. <laughs> nice and dry. A Andrew like, Jackson. <laughs> when was this? A Andrew Jackson. I mean, give or take
2: a fortnight. <laughs> are we giving night. or are we taking? No, it was. It, it, it was like a, like two weeks ago. That
0: is a (laughs) fortnight. Is it really? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't a fortnight. It was too easy. (laughs) 14 (laughs) days fortnight.
2: Sometimes my ignorance (laughs) amazes me. (laughs) It
3: it amazes all of
2: us. (laughs) And you heard it here first. (laughs) So you failed. You failed. (laughs) Boy, let's keep going (laughs) on
3: Chris. (laughs) Shut up, Mike. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that was You really failed it. to give a good example. And then I like I tried to go and I've got one. Everybody always says that they like if you love the place that you work, you'll never work a day in your life or if you love it, what you do. So then I was like, okay, well, I really like snowboarding and like mountains, so I went to work. On. I went to work at Snowbird and I realized it was like, okay, well, I like working up here, but it's like I'm doing something that I could do anywhere. I mean, I was just in sales out there like up at the uh, you crushed it for him. i did well uh, i was doing better than anybody else on the team and <sighs> like i wasn't making as much as they said i could be making and that pissed me off because i was doing better than everybody else and so like but i mean i i considered that kind of a failure too because it was like i don't know i was working hard for them and not really capitalizing on it hmm. so i went and i sold cars for a few months with my dad
2: and did really good there
3: yeah, it did. I actually ended as number one. I beat him out in the second month, but
2: big failure.
3: But then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a job offer with like an actual salary for sales as well. So it wasn't just like full commission, uh, doing industrial engineer or industrial sales. Um, took that and ran with it. So it's been good since then. Um, now I'm at a software company, so that's fun.
2: Maybe the challenge is like success never feels like what it's supposed. Supposedly supposed to feel like.
3: No, I feel pretty successful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and thunderstorm. <laughs> 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 Point
4: derailed. No. I think he's trying to say that failure can sometimes lead to success.
3: Yeah, I was actually just watching a Silicon Valley episode where uh, um, the CEO of Hooli. Uh, what's, <laughs> that, what, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gavin Belson. Yeah, Gavin Belson is like. Uh they have nucleus on the phone and like the phone just totally craps out and all of the like the integrated apps don't work <laughs> and he's like Uh this person had a failure before they brought us or it was like Steve Jobs created the uh what was that handheld touch device? Or not the handheld, the uh um I what was it? No, it had like a like a stylus. Pompeii? No, uh the Jornada. It was like Mac, but it was it was a long time ago that they had like I don't know, it was just like a hand, like a planner. Um, it was like, he had to bring us this before he brought us the iPhone. <laughs> and they're, they're like, he just had a ton of different examples of like people who failed before they like brought something new to the table. And they're like, so did Nucleus fail? <laughs> it's <laughs> like, well, you got to understand in the future, it will be better. <laughs> Uh, classic deflect 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 <laughs> that yeah, is awesome yeah. I, i'm curious
0: uh do you ever think about law school is has that door been completely 100
3: percent closed uh not uh, an ounce of me wants to go to law school mm. cool
0: so still thinking about it <coughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> yeah uh, and it's it's just i don't know i i envisioned that it was going to be something totally different Like being an actual lawyer. Mm -hmm. Where instead, you know, even attorneys that go into court frequently, I mean, it's maybe like a half a percent of their day (laughs) or of their like sorry work week. Um, They'll go in for like an hour and then they leave. It's just Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I wanted to be like a litigator until I realized that even like in litigation, you're just sitting through like so many hours of filling out paperwork and crap like that. It was just... I don't know. I I unfortunately uh, made it out to be something much different than it was in real life, just through mock trial, like movies, crap like that. Yeah. Nice. You heard it here first. Never watch movies. So next question. Have you ever considered other grad graduate programs? Yeah. I mean uh if if i had a job that somebody said well, we'd make you the vp of sales if you had an mba or had your mba i'd probably go get an mba i mean you can do it online do you think easily now. an
2: mba would actually
3: no i don't i don't think it'll make it better I, i'm totally that's, with tim that's Farris. the thing about
2: like especially for a role like sales if you're getting your mba you're just giving someone money
3: uh, you literally are and what was it tim ferriss compares it to like or he just says, like, you're better off spending hundred grand to try to start a company than you are just spending hundred grand on an MBA program. You're going to learn way more. Well, yeah,
2: the real-world MBA. Yeah. Like, that's his whole point is <laughs> to actually just do it that way because you'll get real-world experience.
3: And you'll spend the same amount of money.
2: <laughs> and you'll learn 10X.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't think any other master's programs have ever really drawn me. Just, like, I, I'd have to, like, really want to devote some... I, I guess I just don't know as many master's programs that are out there, but no, I probably won't ever get another degree unless it's like, okay, well, you have to have this checkbox to be the VP of sales here. Well like okay.
4: What about you, Sam? Have you ever thought about um, higher education? I uh, think about it every day. When I goes to school?
0: Should I really be here? I actually think uh, quite a bit about <laughs> 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 the day of my I, life. I definitely do think about uh, tacking on extra <laughs> degrees here and there. Because um, mm. school is really fun, but then I look it's at the like price tag. not like hanging <laughs> up a
4: picture in, <laughs> on the wall.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, it's just, well, they do so many, there are so many expedited degrees, like for, you know, I could get an MBA in one year, right? that'd be pretty cool. Or a master's in public health. I could do it even, I think, even less than a year. Um, Things like that might be kind of interesting, but
3: I don't know. Who knows? I feel like the master's in public health, you really want to, I don't know, be pushing for, like, public health policy if you're going to do that. Like, I don't know, if you're just learning about, like, public health policy, it's like, okay, well, this doesn't do anything for you unless you're, like, one, running a hospital that, I mean, I guess if you're making, like, policies within your own hospital, like, understanding public health policy is important, but I don't know. That'd be an interesting one to kind of understand a little bit more about what they teach there. Yeah,
0: well I, th- I think it'd be useful if, you know, I, I I am a little bit interested in policy. um, And then preventative medicine, too. It's, it's I think, a really helpful background to have if you're interested in kind of, going beyond just treating people who are already sick and trying to prevent people from getting sick and maintaining a healthy
3: healthy happy lifestyle solid point so should cheese not be on our like health wheel <laughs> what, are the, <laughs> what are what is it even? Is I'll it tell it you pyramid? what should <laughs> not is <laughs> is it a pyramid? a <laughs> bunch or? of
2: cheddar so that's what should not be on oh there.
0: my gosh mike you got to define a cheddar for these guys what is a cheddar? Tell us, tell us the story. I cannot tell the story. You cannot tell the story. That's probably true, actually.
2: <laughs> but my brother taught me the definition of a cheddar last weekend. It's just in regards to, like, a guy. You can't tell that story? Because it's in relation to a member. But, that is but let's
4: hear it. Well, I want to know what you think a cheddar is.
2: A cheddar is just, like, a guy who is not necessarily a douche, He's, like, subtly just not awesome.
3: Wait, what does that have to do with any of us?
2: It doesn't, but I just brought it up (laughs) (laughs) because I wanted to bring it up in the podcast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good talk, Mike. Yeah, sidebar. Bringing us back.
0: (laughs) I know we're jumping around a lot, but, Chris, (laughs) I want to come back to this. Um, When you decided that you didn't want to go to law school, at that point in your life, you didn't have – a a solid backup plan right what was going through
3: your head at this moment (laughs) take us through i'm just curious like how my dad's gonna be pissed (laughs) 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 i mean he like helped me like pay for some of the stuff Uh, well i guess like um, that was i paid for it but i don't know i worked with him a lot through the process of like applying to like law schools and stuff um yeah no i was freaking out real bad actually i especially when i was at the tree farm because like i had six months to try to figure out what i wanted to do
2: yeah if you're at the tree farm i
3: i applied to the military and i got denied for like skin cancer reasons like i had a uh, pre cell on the back of my neck um so that's stupid um, kind of glad like you got denied yeah man. yeah it was just like i interviewed at a couple like government jobs and uh, one of I, I actually didn't get the one that I flew to DC for, unfortunately. That's a story for another time. Offline, Pre- president. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I've, applied for that too. I saw who was running the uh, the <laughs> gig, and I thought, well, I couldn't possibly do work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's doing it? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. No, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's definitely scary. And not having a plan and, like, that I mean, that was another failure, right? Like, not, like, getting denied from the military and then, like, not getting that government job. So, like, you're going through that process and you're just, you just got to have, like, an understanding and take it day by day. To like, look for new roles, things like that. And it took time to find the Snowbird gig and it took, uh, like, you know, seven or eight months to realize that that was just not what I was going to do for my life. I don't know trial and error so so just about 20 minutes ago you said that you
0: feel successful and and you act like you you feel successful it's very obvious you're very comfortable and happy in your in your life were there what were some of the turning points uh going from working at a tree farm and being like oh shit what is happening in my life where am I gonna go what's the next step um were there any instances where you really uh, did, did you have any moments where you were like, oh, wow, okay, I think I'm going to be okay now. Um, I don't know for sure, but things are
3: looking, things are looking up. I'm feeling better about my situation. Yeah, when I first started to sell, that's when I realized I was going to be just fine. Mm. Um, yeah, selling is real easy. Um, just <laughs> getting people to, like, commit to buy things. And then also it feels good when you make a sale. So I was like, okay, well, I, I definitely can do this. Um yeah i I don't know there was never like an oh moment like oh this is good when i got the job at snowbird that was like oh thank god i don't have to tell my parents i work at a tree farm for another couple months (laughs) especially as like the like everybody else that was doing my job was like a high school kid (laughs) so that wasn't great but no i mean now things are great i'm like i also had like just a lot of momentum in my career after that so like i killed it at the car company i did really well in the first role that they put me in in the industrial uh engineering company and then like after that they moved me to uh, like they promoted me like seven or eight months after i started there to an outside sales role and then i did that for a while and i was doing really well and i don't know i've had a really good i don't know upswing since the tree farm so that was cool
2: That is really cool Yeah, tree working at a tree farm is probably very humbling and just kind of it was.
3: It was actually there was a couple of really rough mornings when I was like, because you get there like five thirty, and you're just like, man, I this is not building my resume. I actually never put it on my resume after that. Like I, I just like worked really hard to get a job. Yeah, Um, I don't know. It's hard when you're there because you're like, man, I've got to get out of this like hole of just like not making progress um and it takes a while to get a job like especially a good job
0: so do you think that that failure and and the humility you just talked about um do you think that has helped you and if so um in what ways do you think that has kind of influenced your life or
3: well i don't think you be successful i think that's probably the only time in my life where you know i would have considered myself humble <laughs> like i agree with that am i right guys
2: (laughs) dude i think you're humble as pie (laughs) it's not true (laughs) (laughs)
3: um yeah enough about me we have been we've been on me for a while now let's uh we're just we're just tapping the surface sam you ever feel like you failed at something absolutely um any big ones
0: yeah definitely Oh, do Oh you guys want to hear about it oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh no we just wanted the yes or no <laughs>
0: um yeah i don't know i there are too many failures to uh keep track of actually okay the the one failure that i did want to talk about um so junior year at westminster chris and i went to westminster together um Chris and I got the idea to run for student body officers right um and so (laughs) the plan was I was going to run for president uh Chris was a shoo-in for the attorney general position and then there are two other elected positions a vice president and a I can't remember the er, name uh clubs and orgs like the head of clubs and orgs Mm -hmm. um so we we needed to find two other people um we ended up uh, finding an unnamed friend. Goylis
3: <laughs> <laughs> Givington. And ben, oh, I was going to say, Wilkins, I was <laughs> talking about his uh, brother. Nick. Oh yeah, actually. Oh fuck. That was bad. So he,
0: so we had another friend who was going to run with us. He, yeah, he was going to run for VP and I was going to run for. What's that?
3: Oh, sorry. It was just the, just try to keep it like an even two inches away. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, just, like, move it forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. And move it back. Yeah. Move it forward. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mike and Dave. <laughs> so,
0: anyway, sorry about that. We had I a little see bit what of, he's uh, doing. <laughs> we sorry. had some audio problems there. Technical I just wasn't quite sure how to uh, hold the mic.
3: Properly <laughs> hold it towards <laughs> his mouth.
0: <laughs> After three episodes. Um, God, so, anyway, long story short, uh, the the guy that was going to run for VP with us decided he wanted to run for president. And so he ran against us. Um so we ended up recruiting my brother to run as vice president and our friend Quayla to run for uh, head of clubs and orgs and uh so we we start our election um and all of us make it to the final round the runoff um and then the results come out and and it was it was pretty bad cuz they would post the uh the results of the election um just on a piece of paper on the wall and they had the number of votes that each candidate received right next to it. Um, and I still remember seeing that piece of paper and everyone in my group won except for me. And I lost to our friend by, I can't remember the exact difference, but it was it was, so it was like small of a margin. five votes or something, Yeah, just a handful. Um, and you know what? I totally 100% completely earned that failure too um, because I... I was I, I thought we had it. You know, we had a good team. Um, we had pretty good campaign materials, but I completely half-assed the campaigning. You know, I wasn't out there uh as often as I should should have been talking to people and actively asking t-shirts? people to vote. No
3: t-shirts. <laughs> no t-shirts. It was very very low budget. Um, actually, uh, you had to like you could only spend like a certain amount of money on your campaigning. And you weren't supposed to throw parties or anything like that either. Which yeah.
2: What was the <laughs> ruling on super packs?
3: <laughs> super packs are always legal.
2: <laughs> Just checking. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was there. There were a lot of other things at play, but what killed me about that that yeah. failure is the failure was a hundred percent my fault. I there were numerous things that I should have done differently, and I should have put more effort into it. Um, and that has definitely stayed with me and been a bit of a chip on my shoulder ever since. Um, whenever you want something like that or anything in life, it is so important that you go all the way in.
3: Balls to the wall.
0: Just like Ron Swanson says, never half-ass two things,
2: whole-ass one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a bumper sticker
3: of that. You know what, though? I think you you turn out just fine. You're like the president of your honors like, uh, of the Honors Association. And uh, you ended up becoming VP later that year after uh, said friend who uh, who won the presidency uh, just happened to urinate all over the floors and walls of uh, Fat Cat's bowling at a school event. <laughs> and mm-hmm. almost got kicked out of school. What? But that is, that's, <laughs> a, that's a, a another what story. What the <laughs> fuck, yeah. man? And it wasn't just that he did that <laughs> he showed up to the event and he was drunk and uh and that's fine you know like people were drinking at the event but like when he goes into the bathroom he just yells everybody pee everywhere <laughs> and then the cop walks in right behind it <laughs> <laughs> it was bad uh, <laughs>
2: classic r kelly move
3: and uh yeah everybody pee everyone the cops like pull him out of the bathroom and uh and like the lady who like was our advisor faculty advisor she was there and she says she like tries to um i don't know she just tells the cops she's like don't worry we'll handle it i'm really sorry like we'll work it out with the venue and uh and he he proceeded to call her middle management (laughs) (laughs) So he's like Eric Klein
2: at in <laughs> line at Bourbon House. That's, that's just funny. My though. bad for that, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Saw Eric at uh, Sugar House Park, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, Eric just called out a bouncer when we were at Bourbon House. Just like, oh, that was a failure.
3: <laughs> yeah, the ba- he's trying to button line just like casually, and the bouncer's like, no, you got to get in the back of the line. And he's like, like no, it's like it's not a big deal. Like look, it's just me, and uh, and the bouncer's like, no, you got to get in the back of the line. And he's like, come on, dude he's like, all right, you're not coming in tonight. And Eric's like, y- you're fucking middle management. <laughs> no, like, he said, uh,
0: He said, have fun kicking people
2: out for minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, you make fucking minimum wage. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was a, a shop below the belt. <laughs> that was
2: like my first impression of Eric <laughs> <laughs> that night. Oh, That's so bad. And it's been uh, quite the bromance ever since. See him once a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drunk.
3: <laughs> oh guys, Bear Lake's gonna be so fun this year. Mark it on your calendars, June eighth, ninth, and tenth. June eighth. Oof, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. Um Sounds like a good time. Okay. Uh so back to Sam. Uh you really took that failure in stride though. Like you I knew that you were upset, but I didn't I didn't know you considered that as like one of your biggest failures 'cause Well Like you showed it
4: well. Go it's ahead.
0: also led to success because uh, what
4: position do you currently hold, Samuel?
0: Well, it's I, I've definitely run for student government again and um, was successful this time around in med school. But we are actually in the middle of elections right now uh, for second year class presidents. Oh, and shoot! And yeah, there are four people running this time around,
3: including you and three others. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, and so, you do, you so, so it's co- two
0: two co-presidents. Okay. Well, hold on. And my current co-president and I are running together.
4: Uh, so, but you do have someone running against you mm-hmm. because yeah. last time two I people. talked to you about it you seem to uh, think that usually people ran unopposed their second term but uh, you're having a challenger is what you're telling me th-
0: that is correct yeah last year I guess the two people that won uh, they ended up running unopposed which was really nice and I was ho- really hoping that would be the case uh, just because we have so much going on and I don't really I mean it, campaigning is kind of it, it, it's a little bit weird when you only have a hundred uh, classmates. Everyone knows each other. We spend twenty-four hours a day together, um, and the two other people that are running against um, running against us, I really like both of them. I, I think they do a great Welcome. job. I don't. I don't think that at all. <laughs> no,
4: I think they uh, would compar- suck
3: comparatively. Sam, like if you're just talking about like who has more experience running a school, like student gov like you did it in yeah, high wh- school college and now like graduate school
2: what are they running on bunch of hopes and dreams you have experience <laughs> oh.
1: they're,
3: they're running on
0: uh this idea of kind of giving someone else a turn um which i think is just
3: dumb Four more <laughs> for more years it must be right. they must be millennials <laughs> Four I- i've had a lot of years. classmates come up to us and say you know
0: I thought we elected you for all four years. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing this again. <laughs> I well, said I thought so too. Those people need to vote. Please vote. <laughs>
3: yeah, we don't need another Trump situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope he gets
4: reelected. He's like, oh, I don't
3: need to vote. It's just no? Trump. <laughs> I do hope Sam gets reelected. No, I was talking
2: about Trump. Oh, oh gr- Mike, nice. <laughs>
3: fuck off! <laughs> uh, any any last words on the podcast, Mike? Yeah, you can do anything on your last day. <laughs> 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 that is such a good one. <laughs> oh, oh, guys, there's a uh, one of the funniest things from uh, Silicon Valley. I've been like rewatching all of it <laughs> this weekend, um, but <laughs> Gilfoyle and Dinesh are with uh richard but they go to this uh energy drink company called homicide to live stream <laughs> like a jump uh, across a building <laughs> and homicide. uh dinesh realizes that the guy's messed up his math <laughs> and uh, of and he's like oh man it's like oh we gotta tell him and then he's like hey hey dude and the guy's like i don't have fucking time for you nerds <laughs> to be <laughs> bothering me like this and uh <laughs> <laughs> Dinesh looks at Guilfoyle and's like, Do we still tell him? And he's like, Oh, this is a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good episode.
2: I never got into Silicon Valley, but you what? guys you guys talking about it makes me kind of want to watch it. You're uh, in the middle, I
3: would love you, to rewatch. You work at a startup. It's hilarious. You're in a tech company right now.
2: I think it's right up uh, your alley, uh, Mike. Technically, we're a pharmacy.
3: That's what you call <laughs> yourselves, but you're like, Oh, uh, you're definitely a. a I don't know. A technology That's company you true. Right? You're like They
2: just came out with Pharmacy OS is like a a back-end hard uh, software for the company itself, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, maybe uh, just based off of current predicament, should probably just watch it. Hello, Absolutely. Harvey.
4: Also, if you just like comedy, you should watch it. It, it
3: is hilarious. Uh, there's not a ton of like great comedies that are still being made like on TV right now. Or right, I just feel like I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't been watching a lot of them in like real time, like as they're coming out right now. But I feel like I had been in a lull, and then like Silicon Valley just freaking picked it up and ran with it. It's so good.
2: Did you think it was for funny from episode one, or do you think it like Absolutely. took some time? I, did I loved
0: episode, episode one. one. I did as
3: well. Hmm. Yeah, and I think the writing is—it's so damn clever. Oh, also the guy, one of the writers, um, he wrote the book Disrupted, which is just phenomenal if you want to talk about failure he worked at a a tech startup in Boston and he was like 50 years old work maybe a little bit older even or he might have been a little younger but he went from writing for like a a magazine to like working in the PR department at a tech startup and they were kind of like past startup phase maybe Eh, they might might have still been raising funding but he's hilarious in the way that he writes about his experience and how like working for a company where like most of the people are like who are managers have never managed somebody before. That's oh my like god! All young.
2: I sh- yeah, it is. Talk about that at PillPack. Yeah. Holy yeah. moly! Just.
3: I think you'd really like disrupted and Silicon Dude, Valley. Everyone just
2: like creates their own title. It's just like senior level manager for anything. <laughs> 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 Receptionist is actually
3: head of senior events and time management. You get to be
2: a manager. You got to be a manager. You get Oprah. Seriously. the It's really funny looking at like how people's job titles change. Like every couple of months I look at them. I'm like, really? So you're the office administrator now. <laughs> like a classic Pam. Pam help, helper. But everybody's doing it.
3: <laughs> I mean, it, I, I don't know. Yeah, definitely Do watch it. the show. But yeah. Um, yeah, Sam. how you asked me really insightful questions post my failure story. I feel like i I need to return the favor um
0: oh, that's all right, don't worry about it
3: <laughs> <laughs> um
0: i I'm curious if anyone else has any Adam failure stories that <laughs> they that have popped in their minds
2: yeah
3: actually we we do need to come back to Mike to actually get a real failure story out of him.
2: yeah, I attempted to be a web developer. And have no other uh, job. And I am just not good at that kind of thing. And I tried to do that. And I had like a certain amount of money saved up. And I was like, okay, if I ration it this way and I have this many clients by X date, I'll be fine as long as I maintain that. And I just ran out of money. And I ran out of like people I could do work for. And then I had to eventually quit and get a... A job at a company called Boostability.
4: I did not know this about you. Shout out Dev Butter, am I right?
2: <laughs> that was that was my uh web development company name. Dev Butter. Dev Butter? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a really <laughs> Harvey, you are sorry. Uh it was
3: Yeah, my cat is just in love with Michael. He walked past everybody in the room and went straight to Michael. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um But it was really, really humbling because I had a lot of what the fuck moments because I I thought I'd just be able to do it and it would be really easy and I would just be like easy goings and just once I get one client, I'll have like five the next week and I'll be good. But it turns out to really build that momentum actually requires you do quite a bit of work for like virtually nothing to like get your your name out there
3: yeah I've, I've always heard that like the more work you put in for free the more successful you'll be in the long run it's like yeah so i didn't budget i, I totally disagree but
2: <laughs> i just i didn't budget for that
3: <laughs> yeah
2: and then it just it was really good to learn what i wasn't good at um <laughs> yeah. uh, so
3: honestly that's the biggest thing with failure right You're yeah. you're trying to pick up where like something that's like deeply personal to you like you don't feel successful like that's that's hard enough but learning from it is like kind of vital and it makes us who we are really great
2: so that's a legit one like i'm not still doing web development (laughs) you're not Um, (laughs) i'm not nope
0: (laughs) have you ever thought about uh doing it trying to do it on the side
2: Um, I have, but I just, I never liked it that much, Mm. but I just, it sounded like something I could try and maybe I could be good at, but I just, I, uh, I'm just not good at that kind of thing. Honestly, that kind of job.
4: Uh, your whole web development journey totally inspired me to try to do app development.
2: Yeah, you you did like a legit camp and went to Dev Mountain.
4: But it all started with Rob Percival, though.
2: Yeah, the web development course. Yeah,
4: you went to like a coding boot camp. Yeah, I did go to a coding boot camp, but before that, um, this is while I still was doing my electrical engineering.
3: Adam, you are so wildly qualified to do things. There's like (laughs) so many things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an electrical engineer who dabbles in web development and uh (laughs) no iOS development iOS development. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You fool. Yeah. I sound dumb.
4: I have no web development experience. I just want. I just, I just want to be clear. Um, no, but I just was saying this was while I was doing my electrical engineering work and hating my life, and I was talking to Mike about you know life everything that he was up to and he had mentioned that he was trying to do this web dev stuff and he took a course online he was telling me all about it blah blah, blah. i was like oh that's interesting you know i didn't i had never really considered that um but then hearing it from someone that i knew and like
3: his Mike really sells the stuff that he gets into, like, very well. Like, it was kind of always known that he was going to be a great salesperson. Yeah. Just watching how he, like, sells the things that he's, like, really into. Like, Hashtag it, run club? Yeah. Him just convincing you, like, oh, yeah, yeah. this web development thing, even though he hadn't Dude, become I, successful yet. I, he hadn't, well, no, but... Convinced you to he, go not He
4: wasn't convincing me that I could, like, you know drop what I'm doing and, I'll, you know, become a developer all of a sudden. But it was just interesting that, you know, his point of view. And then it inspired me to take an online course and, like, see if I was interested in development. And then from there, one thing led to an, another. And then I took that uh, coding camp. And then I, you know, and now I, here I am today and I'm working with a company that's making an app. So, like, I don't know. You, you can't plan how your life's gonna turn out, but inspiration. <laughs> inspiration from people around you. And w- Mike's failure,
2: uh
3: you know, maybe someone else's success. <laughs> Mike, what was your major in college?
2: Uh educational psychology.
3: Holy shit. If we were all working in the fields that we <laughs> like Dude, studied, I would I'd be a lawyer. <laughs> I started he off would with be d- an edu- you'd be a teacher.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I started off with economics actually.
3: That's what uh, Sam would be <laughs> in econ. It's just something. What what do econ people do? <laughs> it's just kind of trial
2: by fire, man. Like figuring out like what you want to do. Just Sometimes you just dive in. And you're like, oh, nope. Analysis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> analysis. Westworld reference. Uh, April
2: 22nd? I hope so. S- is that when the next season comes out? Westworld? That's Sunday. Yes. That is Sunday.
3: So I have a business idea for the group. Okay. Ooh, I love that. We should actually have a pitch us your idea episode in the future, too.
2: That'd be fun. We could get good at elevator pitches.
3: Yeah. That's actually, a good idea. we could all practice our elevator pitches. I like that idea. Adam, let's hear it. I have a diagramming application that I think we can <laughs> all come on board with. <laughs> Chris, never stop selling. <laughs> ABCs, man. Always be closing. Always be closing. Always I be grab my wallet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you brought enough money, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I love that
2: episode of the office where Andy is selling his business package. You know oh, what I'm talking s- about? With the seminar? Yeah, he's just <laughs> like <laughs> and then Kevin does the intro, he's like right he's like out of breath
3: <laughs> he's like <laughs> running around the room giving everybody a high
2: dream big
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right what's your business
4: idea yeah Adam? one word Mm. Chexican.
0: <laughs> oh oh no wait this is where things
4: might get a little bit dicey
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're there's nothing dicey about this one racist
4: no it is not racist we, to talk about a th- combination of foods that might change everybody's life for the better are we talking about chinese and mexican food check food
0: and <laughs> <laughs> tell me <laughs> if you saw a menu that said mushu pork quesadilla how many would you order i'm
3: salivating mushu pork quesadilla mm-hmm. I don't think any. Or General Tao's Burrito. Guys, you sound like you're from Orange <laughs> County and do you you're want like trying to mix <laughs> your food combinations. Do you want soy it sauce? It sounds delicious is what it for sounds. For preppy ass. Like.
2: Do you want soy sauce and guacamole on the side?
3: Absolutely, I do. You got it. <laughs> you got <laughs> it. <laughs> that
0: sounds
2: terrible. <laughs> That's what we do at this restaurant.
0: We say, you got it. You ask for it, you got it. Oh, God. The only question is...
2: Are you Is it a
0: food truck or is it a
4: fixed location?
2: Well, that would really take down our costs in regards to like hiring, you know, waiters and waitresses that are even going to fit the bill, if you know what I
3: mean. So not sit down because, you know, <laughs> Both usually like Mexican food and Chinese food places. Like if I'm thinking a combo place, I'm not thinking sit down and like. This is gourmet, Chris. This is gourmet. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Food trucks We're are gourmet. Michelin, Michelin <laughs> <Okay>. star. <laughs> Let's uh
0: speed round. Chris, give us a business idea off the top of your head mm. that okay. you created in the moment.
3: Okay, uh you have a phone app that wakes you up early if there's an accident on your way to work. Mm. Old idea. <laughs> I know it's an old idea, Hard but to to I still want Google to freaking put that together. <laughs> Sam, Sam, you... Sam, your idea. <laughs> My idea. Um...
2: Five. <laughs> do it. Do it. Give it to me. Let's buy it.
0: see. <laughs> <Seven>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Three, Say yes.
2: Eight, Five. Eight, one, four. Yes.
0: Three. Yes. Two. Yes. yes. <laughs> Say yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll buy it. I'm in. Do it I'm now. Just, I'm in. Whatever. That was easy. Yeah. Right, let's do it, Adam. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Chexican, oh. I already said it. Okay, right, Sam.
0: Mike.
2: <laughs> Mike. <laughs> okay, I think that there should be a nine-string guitar that incorporates not just um, the six-string, regular six-string, six string, but also like...
3: We got that from the nine-string.
2: <laughs> but also like 75% of a bass. But just leave out like the biggest, like the deepest, the, the, the biggest bass note.
4: A slap of the base. Yeah. Add extra. So
2: you're just, you're getting a different kind of texture. Nice. And, uh, and we'll call ourselves nine string. That's nice. all I had on the top. On
0: I've on got the one. one. All right. Drones that are pre-programmed to teach you how to do various air sports like hang gliding. So you open it up and it starts giving you instructions. And then you jump on your hang glider and it follows you and keeps giving you instructions and tours you around
2: the city, shows you what views to look at. I like that. What do you what's the name of the company?
0: Uh Air Drone Tours. Drone Tours DT. Ooh, attack the of th-
2: That's like a drone. <laughs> that could be a Star Wars pun.
0: Attack of the Drones.
2: Just, I thought this was like a, a an deck of opening. the drones. I like it. Yeah, people feel really Judging safe
3: him. on a hang glider <laughs> with a company called Attack of the drones. Drone, drone Drone Tours Forever. This is brainstorming.
4: Or downdraft tours.
3: DTF. Downdraft tours.
2: <laughs> There's no bad idea when you're brainstorming, guys. God.
0: <laughs> How about bidets? Why do we not have more bidets Dude, in house, the United States? I want to oh. buy
3: one. They're like four hundred fifty dollars. The bidet at Keto's house.
0: We need some great salespeople to start a company and start pushing bidets in the United States. I feel like if people
3: try that once, maybe twice. <laughs> well, a toilet's like fifty dollars for like all of that ceramic and the the actual topper, like the thing that Keto has at his house, the warm with like the heated seat. Oh and my the god! Bidet thing. You sit down on that thing. Like Four hundred fifty bucks. I've thought about so it. So worth I'm, it. I've been this close to like impulse buying it, and I almost bought it when I was drunk two weekends ago. <laughs>
2: Dude, I'm pretty sure I've just started sitting down all the time when I go to the bathroom now because of that bidet experience, just like trying to recreate it. It
0: really is incredible. And how often do we use the bathroom? I,
3: I Once, All the time. Twice probably, a even week. Even if I don't poop at Tito's <laughs> house. <laughs> oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting down to pee. <laughs> Once, twice
1: a week. Okay, Adam. Totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Adam, <laughs> oh, you gotta go talk to your doctor. <laughs>
2: you know what's crazy? No one thought the nickname for Adam, Adam Hussein, would catch on. <laughs> but here and we yeah, are. Here you are, still saying it. <laughs> I'm just so glad that's going to be your new uh, Instagram handle. <laughs> oh my
3: god! <laughs> All right, okay. So I, I want to. <laughs> we bring off the track? Are we off there? the track? We <laughs> <laughs> We're on a completely different track. You have (laughs) deframed us so many times tonight. All right, so here, here (laughs) we'll we'll bring it back with probably one last, like, uh, I guess, question, you know, pulling us back towards failure. Uh, Does does anybody feel like they're currently failing at something, and is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Like, maybe is it that we see failure in retrospect? Um, I guess not when there's, like, a cut and dry thing like with Sam, but... Like maybe in the moment it didn't feel like you were a failure at the web development, but it wasn't like until after. Mm. But does anybody feel like they're in like I don't know something that is like a failed state? And is there anything we can do to like work you guys through it? If yeah. You have anything?
2: I think I'm failing at dating women.
3: Yeah, he wakes up and keeps dating men. <laughs> 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 yeah, you gotta get off the dicks, man.
2: Okay. Oh, but there's just something about a... Oh, I can't even joke about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> just no, no, I literally sorry. got nauseous.
3: <laughs> you just got nauseous? I
2: literally... My stomach turned a little bit. Oh, Thinking oh, man, about a...
3: Homophobe, am I right? I mean, the first... <laughs> I guess the first thing about solving a problem is acknowledging that there is one.
4: So, so I I have a question, though. I'm curious about this. Why, why do you think you're failing and... What are your goals for dating?
2: Because I'm still not dating Ava Longoria, number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, She's
0: too old for you. Is it Eva? Oh, that's what's wrong. He's pronouncing
3: her name incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. Every time
2: I talk to her on the phone, no wonder yeah. she won't commit. She keeps or hanging answer. up the Skype phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ava
3: Okay, so
4: uh, Wait, I wa- I think th- I think this is yeah, a good we, topic. We do probably yeah, we that's why I figured dive I'd into this throw it. a little bit better. Yeah, so no, so honestly, what what would be successful dating for you in your mind?
2: Mm, where I go on dates consistently, we're like, wow, this could really develop into something. But I just feel like I've been going out with girls that are not good fits currently.
4: You're okay. you're saying you want to date one person regularly.
2: Or just be going on dates with women that I couldn't actually see it becoming that. I, I just feel like I haven't gone on that many dates as of late that are quality. Like
3: yeah. Okay. Here's here's my question though. Like going out on dates with multiple girls that are into the same like thing that you're into. Like that's not sustainable. Like you're going to blow through like groups of women that are like similar to you and that. They like to do the same things that you like to do. Yeah, it's a small valley. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I I picture in my head, like, if you want to be better at dating, you need to commit to saying, "I I want to date one person, not I want to go out on dates." Like, yes,
2: but which person?
3: Well, and I mean, I guess in my head, you'll know, like, after the first few dates. Yeah. Uh, if if she's like the person. Um
2: maybe it's Harvey.
3: Maybe it's Maybelline. Um. <laughs> 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 I really like that Cheap one. Chris. Thank you. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. Are you willing to commit to a girl if you find the right one right now? <laughs> yeah.
2: Absolutely. If I found a girl that I really wanted to date that I just like personality wise clicked, found very attractive. Um and just, you know.
3: I I would, yeah. So you're doing things right on, like, your side of things. I don't know. I can't remember where I, like, where I was first seeing this idea of, like, you have to be, like, you can't just expect to date somebody who's extremely attractive, super funny, and really nice. Like, you have to, like, provide a lot to the relationship, right? It has to be, I don't know, you have to work on yourself to the point where you're ready to date somebody because you're your best self yeah so like you're doing good work on that front right you work hard at work and you know you have a six-pack now which is dope (sighs) like a big one too it's in the show notes everyone yeah we'll (laughs) post the link into a video we'll
2: we'll put up pictures
3: (laughs) the link even the link was too big for the show notes (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah i
2: would like to to step it up in some regard uh for dating
3: yeah also don't be afraid to not go out like again with a girl if it's not like clicking because like I think there has to be that spark at first because if there's not that spark at first in the long run you're just going to lose it and it's
2: wait so you're saying don't be afraid to not go on a second date yes okay so kind of a double negative but I got it
3: yeah um, okay be afraid to go on a second date no. well don't <laughs> I mean
2: feel free to say no
3: yes and it's not just saying no but like I don't know. I've seen you go out with like g- girls a couple times after, and you're like, "Okay, well, things." Even like, though, well. even, like even though you weren't into them. Yeah. Like it's you know, for the sake of going on a. Yeah. Also, aim way fucking higher, man. Not that like the past girls like that you've dated have been bad or anything like that, but. But, you you want somebody for the long term that's gonna be like, everything like perfect. Um. Yeah. Aim I higher, I man,
0: completely man. agree, and this is actually. Uh, something I've been wanting to bring up uh, this whole podcast, Failure Club. There's this thing, there's a little bit of a movement to start these failure clubs where people would write down um, one or two things or a list of things. Moonshots. Just moonshots. Yeah. They're going to say, okay, I'm going to go for this crazy job that I'm not qualified for, or I'm going to ask out literally the hottest girl I've ever seen in my entire life for just hmm. these things that are- I like the sound just of that. all the way out there, and then- and everyone commits to doing these things, then you check back. And if you failed, you failed, and you learned, and you try again. Um, But if you succeeded, then you fucking landed on the moon, and that's awesome. And so I, I am with Chris. I definitely think, Mike, I want to see some moonshots, man. I want to see you go out with people that are, you know, where
2: yeah,
3: – You know, this is a funny thing that Sam brings up, Failure like- Club
2: – like the sound of this.
3: At Westminster, <laughs> we had like people pitch new clubs to the like the student gov council. Um, and they would like pitch a new club and they have to get it approved. And a guy named Keith, uh, he came up and he actually pitched the idea of a failure club where like you're, you know, like if you want to be an astronaut, then like go fucking work hard and become an astronaut. And like it's it's one of those things where it's like just because it's a long shot you, you know, don't do it. And it's like Somebody said, Well, is it the best idea to call it Failure Club? Like, doesn't that kind of give off the wrong notation? And then somebody in the audit or like somebody in the, the council group said, uh, Motion to pass the club, like with the same title as is. And it like immediately passed with a full like commitment. Wow. And like we funded them too. And like it was, it was a pretty successful club. Mm. Um, They had a lot of cool, like really, ironic things. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, I mean your club was, was very <laughs> successful. Yeah. <laughs> That is ironic.
0: But I think that's the thing. When you start going for these moonshots, you
3: end up being successful. Should we change the name of this podcast to The Failure Club? And then we'll (laughs) come back every week and we'll talk about Mike asking out the most beautiful girl he sees all week. I actually would love for all of us to
0: go around and have some sort of moonshot that we're working on right now. And then, you know, at at the end of each episode, do a little wrap-up, just a quick update you know,
3: I don't know. It might be kind of an interesting. It's a good one. Give me, on. give me till the next podcast to come up with my all right, my moonshot. Fair enough. Um But yeah, that's actually a great idea. I got mine. Cool,
2: Eva Longoria. No, she's uh, not my type. Well I, I'm she's curious, Mike. What, what would
3: be what would
2: be
0: a moonshot for you this like this this week? <sighs>
2: Moonshot this week would be, there's some pretty attractive girls at my gym that I've seen there fairly regularly that I would like to go on a date with to like a nice Chexican restaurant.
4: (laughs) I can provide the Chexican.
3: (laughs) Is that your moonshot, Adam? (laughs) That's that's (laughs) my moonshot. I feel like kind
2: of another one of our semi-moonshots is just like doing a podcast (laughs) like
3: I would think...
4: I think this is totally a moonshot.
3: I think we're killing it.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. Moonshot City. Yeah,
3: I, haven't, uh, I haven't posted them online yet. I really want to get, like, a base of five five or six episodes before I start paying for, like, a Soundco- SoundCloud subscription to upload the yeah. audio files. Because it turns out, like, you can submit it to iTunes for free. Um, but, but what you have to do is you have to have it hosted on a server yep. that they can draw from. And so... Like, there's a couple out there, none that are, like, free for, like, what we're doing. I don't know. So, it's, like, five or ten bucks a month. So, I really just want to have a good base before I actually, like, put it out there. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, I think I think this was a good episode, too. I actually yeah. think not drinking was, like, I stayed focused better. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: so weird how that works. No,
3: but, uh, cool. Moonshot. Mike, next week, uh, I want you to come back and tell us. What uh, what your progress is on? Do I could, even if you're uh, not asking him out, just I could like probably fucking start the progress, the process.
2: Yeah. yeah, I could probably do that. Do you guys um, do you want?
3: Do you have one? anybody else have a moonshot they want to throw out there for next week updates?
2: Maybe like a pepper moonshot.
0: For me, honestly, I I still feel like uh, reelections this week uh, we voting takes place Monday through Wednesday. Go hit the polls. No, just kidding. <laughs> no one who's <is> <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> um, you can send them the file, the audio file, if you want. But I'll, I'll I'll find out Friday, and I know it's a re-election, but for me,
3: it feels like, definitely feels like a moonshot. Awesome. Um, I don't have anything right now, but I'll I'll put some thought into a moonshot for next week. Um, yeah, uh, Adam, did you have anything you wanted to throw on, or you want to give it some time to roast? Uh. I'll give it some time to roast. Cool. Hey, another fun idea for future episodes, guys, and I'm just throwing this out there, we could do roast episodes where three of us just roast the shit out of one of the rest of us. Volunteer Wait, we team up, on Mike one and person? I team up on one person and we all tell funny stories and then that person gets a chance at the end to tell like one story about <laughs> everybody.
2: Kevin, else. I can't decide between a fat joke and a dumb joke. Boom, roasted <laughs> <laughs> Mike I
0: <laughs> actually <laughs> on the drive over here we're like, you know what? When we see Chris, we should be super, super nice to him until the second the audio starts, and then just <laughs> rip <into> it.
3: <laughs> yeah. So uh, we didn't no, do that. Obviously. I, I
2: volunteer as tribute. If we want to beta this roast, just roast me like a goose.
3: Oh man. we done. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 I've wait. got so
2: much material already. You really do. You saw me during the web dev days. Those were some days.
3: Yeah. I mean, in his hair, right? All right, guys <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what that means it's provocative uh, i'm just kidding guys. hey thanks for listening yeah uh, until next time then anybody want to send us off with whatever we see i gotta end? go i have another bumble connection <laughs> all right until next time